Welcome to the Unlearn Yourself Podcast. This is the place to discover and remember yourself as you unlearn who you have been taught to be. We will explore who your true self is by diving into your inner world and creating the most empowering, aligned, and free relationship with you and your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing well, taking good care of yourself wherever you are listening from. I have sat down to share whatever wants to come through me right now. So yesterday I shared something on... Reddit. I like going into Reddit forums and just kind of researching topics that I'm interested in. And this was the mindfulness forum in Reddit. And I have it up in front of me and I want to read to you what I wrote because I feel like this is going to open up whatever it is that wants to come through. So someone was asking something along the lines of like, can you use mindfulness when you have anxiety? And this was my response. Yes, get into the body is the way through the anxiety. When we are anxious, our nervous system is dysregulated and are in either fight, flight, or freeze response. For me, when I've allowed myself to be with the sensations and feelings present in my body and validated them, I am creating safety within my system. Mindfulness is often thought of as as the mind, but when this intentional observation can be applied also to the body, we can learn to be with what's arising without judgment or attaching to a story. We become resilient in our feelings. A question you can ask yourself when you're allowing yourself to just feel the anxiety is what do I need to give myself right now? What would support me in this moment? See what comes up and begin to give that. This is purely something I wrote from my own experience because I am such a firm believer or come to believe because of my own lived experiences that our Our nervous system uses emotions, uses sensations, uses feelings to get our attention because that emotion, that sensation, that feeling is an indicator there is something off balance within our nervous system. And the beauty of our biology is that we are wired, we are designed to bring ourselves back into equilibrium, homeostasis, and balance. So when we can start to see our emotions as indicators or as signs of the imbalance or the dysregulation of our system, we can work with the emotion. We can start to see emotions as allies, as these guiding forces that are helping us, supporting us, 
to come back into balance, to come back into homeostasis, to regulate, to calm and relax our system. And I think there's so much, it's overlooked. Our society overlooks the potency and the power of emotions. And we are such a, like a, we start to develop our analytical mind, reasoning mind, logical mind, and our emotions kind of are just these floaty things that we should just kind of not deal with and kind of push aside. Like we're not emotionally intelligent beings. And therefore, a lot of us sit in really uncomfortable, heavy emotions in the body and we're dysregulated all the time. We're living in these stress responses and we're sick because of it. And with such an emphasis placed on the brain and learning in that way, in a very analytical, structured, strategic way, there is no room left for the the education around the intelligence of the body, the intelligence of our emotions. And I feel as a society, this is so needed right now, this education, this awareness around working with our emotions, seeing our emotions as information, as allies, as our body's way of getting our attention. And I have been working with my emotions and cultivating emotional intelligence, emotional awareness for all of 2021. And my biggest takeaway from this has been that healing is not mind-based. Healing is not mental Bringing yourself into a state of relaxation, calm, um, ease, or even just neutrality is not going to happen through the mind. It's not going to happen when you figure out why XYZ is the way it is or why you do what you do. The answers lie in the body. The answers lie in the emotions. The answers lie in the experiential places within your being and healing happens in the body healing happens when we bring presence and we allow ourselves to feel fully feel what we are experiencing and as we do that with the sheer power of our presence with our attention placed upon the sensation, the feeling that is activated within our system, it moves, it alchemizes, it transmutes. And that's all we have to do. There is no doing. It's only being, being with, being with, feeling, bringing presence to it. And I think the other thing that I want to share that's like coming through right now is it's being with, not becoming it. So often what happens is we either push our emotions away, this is called dissociation, or we become um, kind of enamored by them and we indulge in our emotions. And this is called um, merging, merging with. 
And when we are in either of those, uh, let's say those are those are uh, safety or protective responses. It's just us trying to protect ourselves. When we are in either of those responses, indulging in our emotions or dissociating with our emotions, we are not being present, and we are not feeling with without an agenda. We are actually going deeper into the mind because we are trying to make sense of, through our mind, what is happening. And when we can just bring presence and be with, there we get the mind out of the way. And we get the mind out of the way, we give ourselves the space, the space to just be with and feel. And feeling it actually is moving it. It's moving that energy that wants to be moved. It's not like our emotions are there to torment us. They're not. It's our mind when it grasps onto the emotion and starts to go into a mental narrative or a mental story analysis with it. That's where the tormenting comes from, not the emotion itself. The emotion on its own is just the emotion. That's it. The meaning we make of the emotion comes from the mind taking grasp and trying to go into a a narrative with it. And if we just feel it without the narrative, without the judgment, without the attachment of a thought, we don't torment ourselves anymore. The emotion on itself feels uncomfortable in the body, but we can tune into the sensations. Where is it feeling tight? Where am I feeling discomfort? What is it feeling like? Pins and needles, like a warm burning sensation, uh, like a, a heaviness. What is it? And we can start to name what the sensation is. And when we start to name what the sensation is, we can bring the power of our presence and the power of our breath. And these two things on their own start to move the energy that is the emotion. And I think that's so helpful because it gives us some um, understanding around how we can approach this and how we can start to become a witness, become attuned to the emotional movements or the emotional energy in our bodies, in our systems. I'm going to get way deeper into this. I'm not sure yet, but I want to teach a class on this because there's so much goodness here and I really have been so empowered myself by learning about this and applying this to myself and getting to really work with it in real time. And I really want to teach a class on this. If you want to take this class, shoot me an email saying you'd be interested. My email's in the show notes or DM me on Instagram. I'm not quite sure yet what the format is, I think a class would be fun because then it's real time and there's an interaction piece and a participation piece and we can do some exercises and we can really learn the technique, techniques of being with and attuning to our emotions. But yeah, if you would just reach out to me and let me know how this sounds to you. What actually is coming through as I was thinking about this even more just now (laughs) as I was speaking is... 
I've been thinking about like manifestation and like creating our reality and creating the things we want. And I was just like having spent a year deep diving into the inner landscape of my being and understanding where and how emotions play this pivotal, vital role in my life and in my understanding of myself and how I be with myself, I realized like the missing piece for me around manifestation was because manifesting is all about using the power of your deliberate attention, focus, presence, thoughts, feelings, and moving yourself into a state of being like becoming the energy that you want to attract, becoming and vibrating at the frequency of the thing that you want to attract. It's like becoming a match for the thing that you want to attract. And if I'm being transparent, I have struggled so much with manifesting, manifesting the things I want. And then the things I would sometimes manifest would feel like flukes, would be like, I have no idea how I did this. Like, what's the technique? I haven't gotten the technique down. I didn't understand what I was missing. Why wasn't I manifesting the things I wanted? And I was watching like on Instagram and YouTube and listening to podcasts where people were like talking about all these cool things they manifested, cars, homes, cash, partners, whatever. And I was like, why is this shit not working for me? Like, why am I not manifesting stuff? And it, and it like just clicked for me this past year when I was really like deep diving into my inner landscape and working with my emotions and self-regulating and rewiring my nervous system is that when our nervous systems are wired to feel unsafe, insecure, are living in response to a trauma that we have experienced or gone through, our state of being is in this like constant fight, flight, or freeze mode. And we're not feeling safe, secure, grounded, and calm and neutral within our own system. And if you think about the body as an electromagnetic field, and we have this auric field, this bioenergetic field, what makes up this bioenergetic field? It's our emotions, it's our thoughts, and it's the memory that we carry within our psyche. And these things are all contributing to the frequency and the vibration of your being. Like if someone could invent a machine that could detect the vibration or the frequency of every single human being and you could just like somehow put it up to your heart or put it on your head and they could be like, okay, such and so is vibrating at 232 gigahertz and this person's vibrating at 532 gigahertz. You would know what, what vibration and frequency each person was at. And when you have such a low vibration and the low vibration is a cause of living in a constant trauma response. And I want to like just reframe trauma. Trauma is not, does not have to be this monumental thing that you have gone through. Every single person on this planet has experienced some varying degrees of trauma. That means something that was, you know, a level one trauma to a level 10 trauma. But everyone has experienced trauma. And when we are not like taught how to, like 
rebalance our system from the trauma, we become kind of trapped in the trauma and we live in constant reaction to the trauma, the thing that we have gone through. The, the, the event is no longer here, but our body lives in the memory of that event and we're just constantly living through that all the time. And I feel like when you are somebody who's experienced trauma and you didn't have a parent that could help you co-regulate with you and bring your nervous system back into balance and you instead develop these coping mechanisms of like people pleasing and um not speaking up or um like self-sabotaging negative self-talk like self-rejection when you develop all these weird coping mechanisms to keep yourself safe and protect yourself you are actually still wired to feel unsafe and insecure in your system, in your body, within yourself. That is why you have formulated these coping mechanisms or these habits. They're just a form of protection to keep you safe from any kind of threat coming from the external environment. And I believe like when our nervous system is not in a balanced, calm, neutral space, we are not able to hold higher frequencies, higher vibrations in our body. We are literally the vehicle of creation. We are literally creative beings. And creation happens when we are able to hold certain frequencies in our energy, in our energy field. But when our energy field is being influenced or being wired by these low vibration emotions, negative emotions, we become a match for that. That's what that's what we become a match for. And we are living our life in this constant reactionary mode because we're just trying to protect ourselves from any kind of external threat that may come because that's what we're used to. We're living in fight, flight, or we're freezing up. And when I kind of understood this is that I was having a hard time manifesting because I was having a hard time holding higher frequency, higher vibration, emotions, in my body. I was having a hard time thinking higher quality, higher vibration, higher frequency thoughts because my nervous system and my neurological pathways are wired for for negativity, are wired to be in fight response. And that was my state of being, was in this constant feeling of unsafety and insecurity. So when you then just slap an affirmation on top on top of it and you say I am worthy I am valuable I am successful it feels so wrong and you can say that affirmation 30 times a day and it's like it's not digesting into your system because you have to it's like an inside out approach you kind of like you're it's like there's two ways there's a top down and top bottom in psychology top down is you can use the mind to access the body and work that way or you can use the bottom up method which is using the body to access the mind and it works it works different for different people and i think both methods need to be used and both are valid but like when you were just using the top-down method and you're just saying your affirmations, but then you're feeling unsafe and insecure and your nervous system's constantly dysregulated and you're anxious all the time and you're all and you're always in fight, flight, or freeze responses, that's your state of being. And so those affirmations are just kind of like slipping right out and it's not making 
it's not making any sense to you. But I think if we can approach the approach this in the top down and bottom up way where you start to bring presence attention into what you're feeling like I described earlier and when you do that you're creating safety in your system now because just by your sheer attention presence and just the ability to validate what you're feeling you're telling your body you're telling your system hey it's safe for me to feel this emotion it is safe for me to feel anxious. It is safe for me to feel inadequate. It is safe for me to feel sad. Cuz no you're no longer resisting that because that resistance is a is a trauma response or is a is a um protective response that's just trying to keep you safe. But if what if we just like just stop doing that for a second we allowed ourselves to feel the anxiety or feel the sadness and we held space for that emotion? And we held space for ourselves to be able to feel that emotion without attachment, without the mental narrative. You're now giving space for that gigantic energy that's trapped in your system to start moving. And this is where you bring the power of your breath in because breath is so healing because breath is literally carrying CO2 out of your body. Like it's literally carrying dead oxygen out of your system so with each inhale you're bringing in fresh new energy and bringing space into that uncomfortable sensation and with with each exhale you're literally carrying that dead weight that uncomfortable motion out of your system you're like you're 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 bringing in energy to move it out that's literally how i see the breath you're bringing in this force that's going to push this emotion out with with each exhale and this is why they tell you to breathe when you hold yoga poses because bringing breath to something actually helps bring space when you bring space to something the pain the contraction the uncomfortable feeling has has room to breathe and it releases the tension and I think this is where I was missing the point for so many years because a dysregulated nervous system, a nervous system that is in fight, flight, or freeze response, feeling unsafe and insecure, you can't manifest from that place because you're not being, you're not, you're not able to hold higher frequency of emotions. And if someone were to go measure your frequency right now, when you're dysregulated and your nervous system's wired to feel unsafe, you'd be vibrating at a very low frequency and in order for you to actually hold higher emotions in your body like love peace neutrality it's first working through those emotions that have been sitting in your system and then loving yourself enough to know that I can allow myself the grace the option the choice to feel a higher vibrational emotion, like just neutrality even, or peace. And with practice, holding higher frequencies in your system, also while feeling your feelings, and you can then work the top-down method of affirmations, visualization, bringing your cognitive abilities in, you start to alter your state of being. When you start to alter your state of being, you are vibrating at a higher frequency. And when you're vibrating at a higher frequency, then all the good, all the stuff that is that frequency 
comes to you naturally. You don't have to go work at it anymore. And that's like the realization I've had is that what if we never needed to manifest anything? What if we just needed to rewire our biology, recalibrate our energy fields to be at a baseline that is of a higher vibration and because now we're at a baseline of a higher vibration everything that is of that higher vibration we are a match to and we don't have to then walk around being like I want to manifest this and I want to manifest that we're just like now we're like literally creator beings and we're creating with the sheer power of our being all the experiences that we want. And now we are a match to everything that is for us. Everything that is here in this life experience that we have chosen that we wanted to experience. And now our higher self can work with us because now we're open to bring these experiences and these opportunities to us. And I think it's beautiful because now you're like, you know, they talk about like mind, body, spirit. Now you're like synced up mind, body, and spirit. And now you are really in the vastness, in the power that you are, which is a creative being. We are first and foremost creator beings. And this reminds me of something that I heard from Matthias de Stefano. And he was talking about the spirit, the soul, and the body and how to increase your vibration because when we are living in trauma responses or we're living in triggered a triggered state or we're constantly engulfed in our wounds and we're indulging in our emotions or dissociating with our emotions we are not in high vibration that's why it feels bad like if someone could literally measure our vibration, our frequency, when we're feeling bad, we will realize, wow, like I can spend all this time feeling bad or I can start to work with my emotions and move this emotional energy to then recalibrate my my emotional body and my bioenergetic field. And then if someone were to measure me when I was feeling good, it'd be a completely different bi- vibrational state. And he was saying there's three things you could do for your body, your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit to increase your vibration. So for the body, you eat light. So that means plants. Plants literally synthesize light. They create photosynthesis, which is literally transforming light into food, into oxygen, into nutrients, into whatever. So eat vegetables, fruits, plants. Uh, The soul, he said, was breathing. To access your soul, the breath. And there's something powerful if you're able to bring presence into into the emotion, into the sensation that you're feeling in your system, in your body, and you bring breath to it. Just breath, not a story, not a thought, not a judgment, just breath. It's 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 powerful to witness what happens how the chemistry how the biology starts to change and i remember doing this where 
If you take just a deep inhale right now and you inhale and let the exhale come out really, really slowly. When you inhale, your heartbeat actually kind of increases a little bit. And when you exhale, your heartbeat starts to slow down. And so what you can do is just find your pulse somewhere in your neck or in your arm or on your wrist and just find the pulse. And when you have the pulse, inhale. And exhale. And you will literally feel the difference between when you inhale and when you exhale. What you're actually doing is when you're inhaling, you're contracting the body. That's why the pulse is going up. And when you're exhaling, you're relaxing the body. That's why the pulse is decreasing. So the way to actually access your soul is through your breath. And breath brings light into your body as well. And the third thing he said was your spirit. What you could do for your spirit is laugh. Laughter. Again, that increases your vibration. So eat light, breathe, and laugh. Those are three ways you can increase, raise your vibration according to Matthias De Stefano. And I think this is so important because it gives us an awareness, understanding of we're not stuck, we're not doomed. It's not like we can't have this thing. Why does this person get to have this and I can't have this? It's, we're not victims. We're just dysregulated. Our nervous system is living in constant stress. It's overworking and we're we're living with habits and patterns that are trying to protect us which were formed or created when we experienced any kind of trauma when we were younger, older, teenage years, or whatever. And just take an inventory of all the things that you do to protect yourself. So like people pleasing, getting really defensive, like when you're in an argument with somebody, raising your voice and getting really angry, um, wanting to isolate yourself, disassociate, 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 disassociating yourself, walking out in a, on a conversation. Those are all habits that, and coping mechanisms that you created to protect yourself. And it's, oh, it's okay that you did that because you didn't know any better. You just needed to take care of yourself. And when you start to understand how much of your behaviors and habits are just protective mechanisms so you won't get hurt, it's, a, it's so eye-opening because you realize, wow, like I've been living so long with a dysregulated nervous system and feeling anxious and feeling unsafe and feeling insecure within myself. And I just thought if I could just protect myself enough, these sensations, these emotions, these feelings would go away. And the only way they're going to go away is if you feel them, you bring your, you bring the presence of your own focus and your attention to them and you allow them to exist without judgment, without attachment, without a mental narrative and they start to move. They start to move. They start to move because it's energy and energy is designed to move. Yeah. So, ah, so much awareness here. 
Yeah, share with me anything that's coming up for you. Of course, email me, reach out to me on Instagram, share this episode with a friend. And it's a, it's a, it's really beautiful when you can see your emotions as allies, as these energies that are really trying to just get your attention. Just pay attention to me, please. Just let me be here. Let me let me let me just be felt there's so much there's so much healing in just doing that itself yeah so sit with that and see what comes up for you and a few updates for me is i have a new product in the digital shop which is affirmations for your self esteem self love empowerment and they're really there to help the top-down approach, like I talked to you about earlier, is using affirmations in tandem with working with your emotions can really alter your state of being. So that's in the shop. Go check it out. I have spots open for one-on-one work with me. If you feel called to work with me, now is the time. The link to my work with me page in the show notes, fill out an application. We'll hop on a call. We can chat and get to know if we're a good fit. You can ask your questions and really like tune into my energy and I get to tune into you and see if we're a good match for each other. So if if you have been feeling that, now is the time. Last thing I want to ask you is I turned 33 last week and I would love it if you could take a few moments, email me at kajal at kajalpande.com or send me a DM on Instagram at kajalspande. The links to that is in the show notes. And just send me a message as to how my work, how the podcast, how the YouTube channels, how the things I share has helped you, brought light to certain situations, has helped you love yourself. How has it helped you? I ask that as a gift from you because it's always, always good to receive feedback and receive your participation and engagement. So could you just take a few moments and let me know how has the things I've shared, my work, helped you, healed you, transformed you, just how it's supported you. I would love to know. And um, that's all. That's all for today. I'm sending you... So much love. Have a beautiful rest of your day, your week, your weekend. And remember to keep your heart open and stay open to those emotions. 